All right, welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And um, today we're going to be going through a psalm. Psalms, my favorite book in the Bible. I love praying it. I love reading it. I love feeling it. I love everything about it. It's awesome. Favorite book. But um, we're going to be going through Psalm 66, 11 through 20. And I have a couple of other verses that I'm going to pull from. and. Um, used to bring like clarity and context to what we're reading so um let's just pray and then we'll jump in awesome god i just thank you for your word i thank you for your um holy spirit lord that reveals the truth to us that reveals all truth i pray that you move today lord and you breathe on the scriptures and you bring life uh, to us uh, through me lord use me and uh, may we just see and have an understanding with the eyes of our heart as to what it is you intend for us and how it is that you um, have designed this relationship um, with you. And I pray that we just continue to seek you daily, being led by you and guided by you, protected by you. And may we fully commit our whole heart to you. I say things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so as we do with everything, we're going to go ahead and um, I'm going to read and then we'll go back and go through it. Okay, so this is applicable, right? In in our lives, it's just different um, different context, right? So I'm going to start in verse 11. It says, "You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through the fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. I will come." To your temple with burnt offerings and fulfill my vows to you. Vows my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will sacrifice fat animals to you, an offering of rams. I will offer bulls and goats. Come and hear all you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love for me. So um, plenty of times in the verses it says that he has given us over, you know, to our sin um, or his, he gives us over to, you know, um, the desires, right? Um, and a lot of that, you know, people don't talk a lot about this stuff because, you know, we want to talk about like all the good stuff, right? But, but testing is a part of growth, I feel like, especially for me, it helps us um, get stronger, right? We're supposed to uh, rejoice in our suffering, right? The Bible says too. And um, sometimes he gives us over to those things, you know, because our hearts need to be, um, I feel like we, we search and we seek out things until we recognize, you know, that they don't bring satisfaction and then eventually we grow up and mature and we learn that uh, Jesus is the only one that can bring satisfaction. It's almost like, you know, a child, you know, putting his hand on a, on a burner, you know, they always testing and trying things and until they learn that, Hey, you know, this burns or, you know, um, like say even like cows or, or animals, you know, learning that there's electric fences, you know, going to take, take them a couple of times before they realize, okay, I can't go here, you know? Um, it's it's just a learning process that some of us we learn. You know, I read a book one time and it says we learn by experience or we learn through like elders that 
through their experience, we um, really actually take what they say to heart. Um, I can't remember what book that was, but uh, it was beautiful because it's so true. Like we, you know, we either listen or we find out for ourselves. But um, let me, um, so this part we're going through is just the 11 and 12 where it talks about, you know, they burns on our back. You let people ride over our heads. We went through the fire and water. This is the testing, right? Okay. Um, you brought us into a place of abundance. Why? Well, we're going to see their actions here in a second. But first, let's go to um, John 33 so we can bring more context. I'm talking about, about um, this testing, right? It's a, it's a famous verse, right? John 16, 33 says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world, right? It's a really famous verse. But notice how it says, in me, you, have, you may have peace. So that's where the peace comes from, is in him. In the world, we will have trouble. Take heart. He has overcome the world. In him, we experience peace. But we will experience trouble, right? We're going to experience trouble. It's a part of the world. It's a part, about, it's part of living in a fallen world. We're going to experience it. So how... Can we overcome it aside from, you know, well, of course, through Jesus, of course, right? But there are ways of communion as well, um, which help us with that. Um, you know, resting in his presence versus in, you know, being overcome with the thoughts and the ways and the actions of the world, of the, of the things around us, right? So it says, I will come into your temple, right? Okay, so first let's stop there. I will come into your temple. So there's an action that they took. In seeking him, right? You know, seeking him. They're coming into his temple with burnt offerings and fulfill my vows to you. So there's a willingness to fulfill these vows, right? What what are his vows? Of course, you know, his, uh, I mean, to me, whenever I think of vows, too, I think about, you know, the bridegroom-bride relationship where, you know, fulfilling our vows is obedience, right? I'm committed to you. I'm devoted to you, right? And this is how I show my devotion. I, I love you. And from my love for, from you, I walk in obedience and, and I desire to please you. I want to see you happy, right? All these things. That's, that's, it's just like a marriage, right? Even, you know, when Paul talks about it, you know, the bride, uh, Christ, uh, um, Christ and the bride and how marriage represents that. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same. It's, it's that context of devotion, right? Um, bows my lips promised. And my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will sacrifice fat animals to you, an offering of rams. I will offer bulls and goats. Okay, offerings and sacrifices are still something that he desires. For me, when I think of sacrifice, I think of um, not um, indulging in the things of the world, which is what our flesh desires, but sacrificing, you know, an offering of praise, which um, is also, and we can relate that to the New Testament by going into Hebrews. So we'll jump there real quick and then we'll go back. This should be a fairly quick one, but we should get a lot of um, information out of this. Okay. So we learn, um, you know, that through these trials, how we overcome. Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13. 13. What did I say? 15. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, it says, through Jesus, therefore, 
Let us continually offer a offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. This is a sacrifice, a sacrifice of praise, praise, worship. We declare his name through praise and worship. We sing songs to him. You know, you are holy, or, or you know, like the like the elders and, and the um, the living creatures, right? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You know, they never stop singing this, the eyes that behold the different facets of the throne room, right? Peals of thunder, the rainbow surrounding the sardius, the sardius stone and uh, jasper, right? All these beautiful um, things and, and, and God dwelling with his people, right? The elders um, that he gives the crowns to, which they in turn in, in humility cast them back down because they know that he is holy and he is, uh, you know, glory uh, glorified and lifted up and all that, right? So we offer this sacrifice, what? Sacrifice of praise, a love for him. It's our response of who he is, um, recognizing that we we need him and, and we love him, we desire him, we um, all those things, right? So that's that's the, the sacrifice of praise which it which eventually it's it should be um a desire and that's how we love him right so this is from this place right from testing we endure um of course like it says through Jesus through Jesus he's the the source of all things right um you know whenever it talks about in the beginning was the word it also says that you know that four things were created by him for him you know through him um Okay, and it even says right here, vows my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble, I will sacrifice, okay, I will offer. Okay, that's what we do, right? So now let's go to, um, let's finish it off. Come in here. Um, where was I at when I said, okay, seeking him. Okay, I will come to you into your, into your temple. Come in here, all you who fear God. Okay, so <clears throat> that's, that's relationship for me. Coming and hearing. Right, being with him, listening to him, um, come. Right, this is an action that we have to take. Okay, so not only are we offering, sacrificing, and praising, and seeking him in his temple, giving that offering, but we're we're not only that we're sitting in stillness and we're coming and we're hearing. Okay, because what does it take to hear? Right, it takes us being silent and willing to be patient and listen. Right, and then it says, "Let me tell you what he has done for me." I cried out to him with my mouth, right? This is prayer. His praise was on my tongue. It goes back to the sacrifice of offering, right? If, look at this, this is the if. Something that we need to watch out for. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened, right? So, he hates sin, right? If we had cherished sin in our heart, he would not have listened. A lot of people probably wouldn't speak on that because, you know, one thing that I have noticed is, oh, let's see. So, sin keeps you outside of His will, in my opinion. Well, you know, that's debatable. But when you're closer to Him, your prayers, right? Okay, so say it says the Lord would not have listened. Our prayers change because, you know, like it says, you know, seek for Matthew six thirty three, seek first the kingdom, and all will be added. Right? It's seeking first the kingdom. Seeking Him, right? Whenever you find uh, you seek you seek the kingdom, you find the King. Um, your desires become intertwined with His, right? So what you pray for is more or less aligned with His will. 
and therefore those prayers are going to be answered. Those prayers are going to be answered. Sin in your heart is going to have you praying and asking for things that don't align with his heart, right? Oh, Lord, you know, bless me with a car. Well, I mean, that's not necessary. But sin, whenever you're living in sin, the things that you desire are not the the holy, you know, righteous things that are going to fill your heart the closer you get to God and the more that you seek him, the more you have an understanding of his will and his heart, right? Of course, like, the you know, the Holy Spirit's the one that searches the heart and the mind of God, right? And he, he reveals that to us um, through his word or whatever the case may be, right? So this is God surely has listened. Well, why, why did he listen to these people? We, we can go back and, and look at verse 13 because they sought him in his temple. They offered sacrifices, right? They came, they heard, they fe- feared God. They cried out to him, right? Repentance, prayer. Then they praised. His praise was on my tongue. They sang. They loved on him through worship, right? So he listened. And it says, and he has heard my prayer. And then what is God's response? Let's listen to God's response. Praise be to God, who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. He didn't reject their prayer, and he didn't withhold his love from them. He poured it out, lavished upon them. Right? That's his response from all these things up here. So even though they experienced testing, they persevered because he brought them into a place of abundance. Even though they were tested, they desired to fill the, fulfill their vows. Even though they were tested, they sacrificed and offered. Even though they were tested, they sought him in his temple. They came and they hear. They cried out. They praised him. Their, 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 their sight and their gaze, their affection was upon him alone. And they knew that if they had cherished sin in, in their heart, that the Lord would not have listened. But he did. And he heard their prayer. And praise be to him. Praise be to God, who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love for me. So that's that, that's that's the, the relationship that, even though we're going to experience things, our place of peace is in Jesus and in the, these vows of offering, seeking him, listening, praying. This is communion with God. This is, this, this is communion with God. Worship is loving on him, you know, praying and is talking to him, listening, hearing from him. Um, all these beautiful things of how we how we commune, how we commune and how we um how we are sustained by his rivers of of living water, um, how we are planted, right, like a tree by the streams of water, right? Psalm one. How we are planted. This is how we get planted. This is how we get fed. This is how we produce fruit um, through this fulfilling the vows and seeking Him and, and, and loving on Him with our, our affection, right? Crying out, praising, um, and then understanding that sin pulls us away from this. So we have to stay close, right? So... Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about today. The Psalm uh, 66, right? 11 through 20. And uh, we need to have more of an understanding of these things, of these actions, of these, um, you know, things that we have to do that, that need to take place because we can't just, oh, I'm go to church on Sunday and that's it. It's more than that, right? It's it's coming in his temple. It's It's sacrificing and listening and praying, crying out. 
Um, it's it's more than that, and I think that we need more people that are are that are examples, right, of what this looks like. So people have something to, um, you know, model after. You know, um, it's 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 needed. It's needed. Earthly, uh, earthly, uh, like spiritual fathers are needed that can come out and set the example of what a, a relationship with Christ looks like. So, you know, they aren't just, uh, you know, the younger generation isn't just wondering and, you know, following social media and the, the, the latest Christian, you know, TikTok trend. Um, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. And, you know, I want the deep things of God. I pray that you want the deep things of God. And how we experience the deep things of God is by fulfilling our vows and being the bride that's committed um, to the bridegroom. And uh, making sure that we fulfill our vows, um, not because it's a list of to dos, but we we should desire and love him, right? Like a bride uh, loves her bridegroom, like a bridegroom loves his bride. Um, out of our love for him, we fulfill our vows, and we um, do these things within this in, within these verses because we love him. We want to please him. We want to see him happy. We want to. Um, you know, I desire that. I desire, I, I love his presence. And when he just comes and just rests upon me, um, whether, however I'm experiencing through reading his word or worshiping or whatever the case is, or someone speaking, um, it's, it's one encounter would last a lifetime. Like it's, it's, but yet he still freely gives himself over and we still experience him daily. Um, and it's, by faith and having an understanding that he is omnipresent um, and he is everywhere. So, um, yeah. But uh, let's pray and then we'll jump out. Um, awesome, God, I just thank you for your word. I pray that um, you imparted something into us today, Lord, and I pray that we hunger for the deep things of God. Lord, we know that your word says that those who thirst and hunger for righteousness will be filled. Lord, create a thirst, a longing a, 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 for you, Lord. Um, a hunger for the deep things of God, for the living uh, water and the bread of life. May we um, desire it, Lord, and may we receive it and give thanks for it, Lord. And uh, we just lift up your name and we just um, glorify you today and we just thank you for um, just blessing us with your word um, that transforms our minds. May our minds be transformed today and may we take this and apply it in our lives um, because we desire to fulfill our vows, Lord, to seek um, upon the beauty of the face of the Lord, um, and inquire, Lord, in his temple. I say things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.